I kind of feel like ass, I have to say. And like, if it comes down that somehow I got COVID, then I will, I think, legitimately never be allowed to go back to Atlantic City. (laughs) (laughs) After last time I derailed our summer vacation by getting COVID in Atlantic City. Are you derailing something this time? No, no, I'm not. But I think uh, it wouldn't be great. The key is just don't test. Howdy, it's Wednesday, October 26th, 2022, and this is episode 186 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City Casino Buzz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Trip reports, always good. Yeah. We have lots to talk about. Anyway, in 1886, the Iron Pier opened, later became the Heinz Ocean Pier, aka the Crystal Palace by the Sea, not going to be confused with Premier League mainstays, Crystal Palace. The pier lasted 58 years, and we know from episode 144 that it washed away in a hurricane. We do. In 1944. Yeah. This is the first pier that's lasted any real amount of time. 58 years. It's pretty good. It's a, a good run. I can see why it had to be replaced by the steel pier, because steel is stronger than iron. But, uh, <laughs> Different piers. Come on. Uh, you say the only detail that you could find about the 12 years before it was the Heinz Ocean Pier is that it offered stage shows. Three words, offered stage shows. That's it. Very good. So what happened in 1986? So we did not mention 1986 in episode 86, which was surprising. No casinos opened. There's a little gap there. But there was some big news, which is that casino workers went on strike against eight of the 11 at the time, Atlantic City casinos, shortly after midnight on September 15th. The strike only lasted 35 hours, but it was an eventful 35 hours. 33 people were arrested, almost one person per hour. 54 injured, two hospitalized with head injuries. And those are the worst kind of injuries. Yes. I found an AP article from September 17th, 1986 by Anne McGrath, not by Wayne Perry, that said mobs that apparently included strikers and juveniles threw rocks and bottles through casino windows, blocked traffic and disabled vehicles and tossed eggs at gamblers after the walkout began at midnight on Monday. So... Crazy stuff going on. That's not how the strikes we know go. Yeah. No, it was pretty tame when uh, we'd walk by the Taj. We didn't. Did we go in the Taj while they were picketing? I don't know. I don't think I did. Maybe they would have egged us. It sure seemed like they wouldn't have done a whole lot about it. No. I mean, I think you need a certain amount of menace to your strike if you want it to be successful. So If you want it to end in 35 hours. Yeah. But I do like the idea that... There was some doings aspiring, and and the local youths were basically like, mm, let's go throw some rocks through windows, at least <laughs> yeah. according to this AP article. Indeed. Allegedly. I mean, if there's going to be rocks thrown through windows, you know that the local juveniles are always down. In any jurisdiction. This is right. not oh, no, no. specific yeah, not to just in city. No, no, no any yes. city, yeah. The juveniles are in for throwing <laughs> bottles through windows. <laughs> uh, so that's 1986. There's no 1786 because we're still just, you know... Jeremiah leads and Jeremiah his 10 kids. Leads. Just work, work at the farm. Do you think if Jeremiah leads 10 kids were alive today that they would like to go to a music festival on Memorial Day weekend? <laughs> Truly, I think probably your <laughs> finest uh, transition. Probably. Segue, yeah. Yeah, so the adjacent festival, which we mentioned last episode, has come together very quickly. I mean, probably a lot of this was already together. But they announced the lineup 
and tickets go on sale before this episode's going to go up shortly. They go on sale Thursday at 10 a.m. The artists include, as we know, Blink-182 and Paramore headlining, Bleachers, Turnstile, Japanese Breakfast. Have you heard of any of these groups, bands? I mean, Japanese Breakfast is one person, but... No, absolutely not. I've, like, vaguely heard of Bleachers and Turnstile. I've listened to one Japanese Breakfast song. It's good. The other sort of sub-headliner on this list, my favorite band of all time, Coheed and Cambria. So I got very, very excited when I saw that. Don't you want to spend Memorial Day in Atlantic City? I was trying to figure out a way to make it happen to see Coheed on the beach, but I'll get to why that that can't happen. I can't imagine how expensive rooms would be. So also, Jimmy World, Andrew McMahon from Something Corporate, Thursday, Motion City Soundtrack, Phantom Planet, who played the theme song to the OC, the most out there one, Weedus of Teenage Dirtbag fame. That is legitimately, I think, one of the best songs ever written. <laughs> it's so good, and it holds up to this day. If you haven't listened to it recently, go listen to it. Uh, I don't even, I'm not familiar. I'm sure I've heard it, but. LS Dunes, super group made up of people from Thursday, Coheed, My Chemical Romance. This is a really good lineup. I mean, basically, if they were like making a lineup for me, they yeah. would have come really close. I did see that Atlantic City Weekly called it an emo festival. Did that like personally offend you? It did not, but certainly like Blink-182, Bleachers, Turnstile, Japanese Breakfast, like nobody's calling any of these things emo. I mean, nobody thinks that they're emo anyway. Like, you know, every band that's like fully in the emo genre has some quote being like, we're not emo. That's ridiculous. Emo sucks. But I think pretty much anything that came out in the early 2000s is just considered emo by mainstream media. So more like the lame stream media. Damn straight. Paramore was called emo, I think, well, that pretty solidly. Everybody on that label, on the Fueled by Ramen label, was considered emo. Yeah. I still, I'm a, I must not have heard early Paramore, because I just consider them a rock band. I don't think they're terrible emo, but... Yeah, they were emo-y, I guess. But yeah, I think they're more just like a straight-ahead rock band. Anyways, I was very excited about the lineup. I'm sure you are, too. <laughs> Indeed. And then I went to look at the price... The early bird price, tomorrow only, $249. Sounds expensive. If you don't get your tickets tomorrow, $349. Sounds also expensive. It's a lot. I was thinking it was going to be 150 or so when I saw the lineup. And then a friend of mine who's also into all this music was basically like, you realize that the target demographic is people in their late 30s and right, 40s. That have money. That have lots of money. <laughs> yeah. And so, yes, they can charge this amount of money. The other kind of disappointing thing is you can't buy a one-day ticket. So I was trying to figure out, like, ooh, maybe I could take a bus down, not even have to get a room or something like that. Although getting into the city is going to be a mess. But that's not really an option unless you're willing to just call it sunk cost on the second day. I think it is possible that as it gets closer to the to the actual show, if there are tickets available, that they split them off and you can buy one-day tickets. But right now, that is not the case. So it's a very expensive show. Do it, Craig. Come on. So what other than price is the reason you're not going to do it? I mean, I could just go see any of these bands in new york city individually for mm. one fifth of the price or one seventh of the price but then i wouldn't be in atlantic city right on the beach think of what our listeners deserve they need a uh, recap of the adjacent festival they do edge ac and festival exactly mm -hmm. uh, so yeah may 27th and 28th the saturday and sunday of memorial day weekend if anybody's going if anybody buys tickets in the early bird let me know i want to hear all about it <laughs> Maybe you can be their date. Maybe. So that's the Jason Festival.
Yeah. And now we can move on to the most important thing, the data. <laughs> Actually, I think our marketing department has told us to save the data for next time and to talk about our trip instead. Our producer. Yeah. Our producer has said that the data gets saved. Yeah. So what happened over this past weekend? Uh, we we went out to multiple cities, three casinos. I went to a casino three, uh, four days in a row, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, same casino on Sunday and Monday, but still. Yeah. So we had established, if you've been listening to the last few episodes, that we're going to Philadelphia with friends or went to Philadelphia with friends last weekend. And there was a question of, should we go to Atlantic City Sunday to Monday? Because all our other friends were leaving Sunday morning and we had the whole rest of the day Sunday to either take in more sites in Philadelphia or go to Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. So we had left that last episode as up in the air but I think leaning pretty heavily towards Atlantic City. Uh, although we had talked about probably staying on the boardwalk side because it's more convenient to public transit. And then mm-hmm. just pretty much immediately after we posted the episode, all that changed. Yeah, I just reached out to you and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't I just drive if we're going to go to Atlantic City? Yes. And so once you decided to drive, that opened up the marina and you had yeah. a Borgata comp. I think we very quickly narrowed it down to two possible options. And I think we were both pretty much in accord. I had a Borgata comp, and then I also had like a really huge number of free play or whatever from Golden Nugget. And I think you you agreed that those were the two options we realistically had and wanted to do, right? Yeah. So I had Golden Nugget comped. I could get Borgata for sixty nine dollars or Water Club for seventy nine, but then I was getting like ten dollars free play each day at golden nugget and i was getting 25 dollar free bets each day at borgata and i also got a 25 dollar my vegas like fine dining thing which actually just goes into your comp dollars so even with the paying for the room at borgata uh not having the resort fee because of mgm gold and then these little extra perks made it much much closer i think the difference was only like 35 or 50 bucks we decided to go with borgata which i realized after the fact after we booked that I had only stayed at Borgata one night ever. Yeah, that's that's so crazy to me, especially given that for, I don't know, his first, like, five trips to Atlantic City, I feel like that's the only place your brother would ever stay. <laughs> yeah. So I stayed with him at Borgata, and it's crazy because I've been to Borgata, like, more than a dozen times, for sure. And so I think it says a lot about Borgata that even though I never stayed there, I still went pretty regularly. Because most casinos, you know, if I'm not staying there, I'm not going out of my way to go there. But I guess that's why Borgata just kicks everyone else's ass in the revenue that we're not talking about today. That was the plan. We had about two days in Philadelphia. We had all day Saturday, but then like Friday evening and and very little Sunday morning. And then we went to Atlantic City Sunday to Monday. So going back to Philadelphia, you drove up a little bit before everybody else and went to Harrah's. Yeah, a very little bit before everyone else. How was it? Yeah, the Harrison Chester was fine. <laughs> the official do for a win review. Indeed. The only thing that made it like tolerable was I appreciated that it had a racetrack with a, I don't know what it's called, where it's like a chariot. Basically, harness racing. Harness racing. Yes, yeah. indeed. I've never been to harness racing. It looked cool. It was, it was my first time. Yeah. And as you know, I'm a connoisseur of Laurel Park here, but no, no harnesses allowed. Only actual jockeys, I guess. Yeah. Let me tell you, harness racing looks great. Some of those jockeys did not look like they were five foot two and one hundred and twenty pounds. So, 
Mm. It's like, you know, the fat man jockeys. So you want to be a harness racing jockey? Yeah, I, I, it's not as out of the question as a normal jockey. Let's put it that way. <laughs> what did you do in your very short time at Harris other than bet on horses? I bet a bunch on horses. I bet on three or four races and spent most of my time honestly doing that, which I found quite enjoyable. Yeah. Other than that, I played a little bit of 8-6 video poker, which I feel like is the norm pretty much everywhere that I saw in Philadelphia. I saw a lot of 8-6, and we'll get to it kind of later on as well. I lost some money in that, and then I played, put $100 into a Wonder Woman machine, and I think I told you I had like 21 spins at $5 spin or something. <laughs> so it's just one of those times. I don't know why, but Wonder Woman hates me. So was it the bullets and bracelets or the lasso of of truth or whatever or was it the old school one the same question i always have about wonder woman i think it's a newer one it was the one where they have like a curtain in front of them half the time and it always opens and it gives you nothing every single time yeah that's the newer one and every time i've played the newer ones i've just gotten slaughtered so i don't i i gotta stick with the old burned in screen ones Mm -hmm. i think i had a slightly longer session at horseshoe baltimore on those Mm -hmm. but even so it was just like 20 minutes to lose my money instead of 10 so I, I didn't play any uh table games at all there like i said i spent most of the time there which was only like an hour an hour and a half frankly watching horse racing i did tell you that it had truly the greatest selection of like extremely old slot machines i have ever seen it was just a tremendous amount of old slot machines so did it not have a ton of new slot machines then it had a decent number of new slot machines i mean it was a very slot centric casino as i guess they mostly are but it had a just a a absolutely massive amount of quite old slot machines so would you recommend going for you yes for most people probably not because i could go and look for things like seal the deal i look for like seal the deal and damn lumberjack beavers and stuff but i I couldn't find any unfortunately just a lot of old like zeus machines and cleopatra like original beer fest or whatever it's called (laughs) yes yeah beer house gems wild tiles or whatever it's called yeah indeed all that stuff there was a bunch of like russian flour or something like that and i'm like eh, i'm surprised the slot machine has been canceled but no you can't cancel slots <laughs> i guess not will you not go out of your way to go back because you drive by it a decent amount it is sort of on the way into the city it didn't help that traffic was just like absolutely a horror show getting into the city on friday in a way that it wasn't on Monday when I dropped you off. It was actually pretty much non-existent on Monday, but it was horrific. So it took me forever to get to the casino. And then from Chester to get to downtown Philadelphia, it was like 50 minutes or something like that when I left. So it was quite quite bad. Yeah, that sucks. But uh, it was fine. You don't need to go out of your way to do it. I know back in the old days, I think people would go because... I think apparently you could split your $500 seven stars dinner into five $100 dinners there or something. I thought you could do that everywhere. I seem to remember people going to Chester to do it. So I'm not sure. Saturday, we woke up, we got some breakfast at your hotel, Mm -hmm. and then we took the two point whatever mile walk. It was a very long walk to Rivers Casino in Philadelphia. Yeah, me me and you took the walk. Indeed. I don't want to make it sound like the only things we did in Philadelphia were casinos, but to this point, it was pretty much the focus of the trip. Mm-hmm. So how was Rivers? I liked it more than Zenhara's. It had a very large Asian section, I think, compared to the rest of the floor. I mean, there was something like, on a Saturday morning, like five tiles tables open or something. Whoa. I think it was is... early afternoon, but yeah. Sure. 
I mean, it was maybe morning for the likes of us, but yes. <laughs> I guess for regular yeah, I think people, it's probably like noon. It was early afternoon. Yeah. They were, unfortunately, all 60, I think. Okay. So, I don't know. It was nice. It was certainly nicer than Harris Jester. Did you play tiles? I did play tiles. I got absolutely demolished. I think I, at $60 a pop, I think I cashed in 300 and had 10 hands and lost five of them or something. And that was my $60. So, it was great. And then you played some video poker? Played some video poker with you, I suppose. And is that all you did there? Yeah, I think that's all I played. Literally the only two things I did at Rivers, other than get a player's card and pee. I mean, I I did have to pee so bad when we got there. <laughs> Was play video poker, which VP Free 2 lists 9-6 video poker. Could not find that. It said it would be under a sign that says 99% payback. The only sign I saw said Was 98% payback. payback. Yeah. So they had, I, I played at 8-6 at Rivers, just yeah, like it I did at Hers. Yeah. Uh, so I played video poker for a little bit, and then I went and played, I think, Buffalo Gold Collection for a little bit, Ooh. and that's it. Oh, I did uh, win a bunch of money in the Cashnado slots. Oh, nice. Um, our friend Dave, as you guys were cashing out, played Wheel of Fortune and won like 200 bucks, so that's good for him. He spent the rest of the weekend giving it back to us in card games, but we don't need to get <laughs> into that because it's not at a yeah. casino. <laughs> so <laughs> that was it for Rivers. I mean... It's very nice. Like, it's obviously much newer, I think, than, nice. than Heroes. Mm-hmm. The one thing that stuck out to me was it felt very empty. Like, the only part of the casino that felt like it had people in it was the sports book. It was way more crowded than Harris Chester. Wow. Harris Chester was completely abandoned, seeming. And then we were hungry. It was like, you know, one thirty or something. The food court, everything except Rita's in the food court right. was closed. So there's like a Gino's steaks and stuff closed. And then... There are a couple, like, there's food at the sports book, and the reviews yeah, of like that are terrible. One cafe that was open that had legitimately maybe the worst reviews for a restaurant yeah. I've ever seen in Google. So, yeah, and then, yeah, so there was then the other cafe, and that was it. There's was the the no- there a noodle bar that was open and had good reviews. So, we could have done that, but. But instead, we went out and got cheesesteaks, which I think was absolutely the right decision. It was, yeah, and they were very good. Joe's, Joe's highly, Joe's highly recommended in, in Fishtown. Yeah. I didn't love Rivers. I don't think I ever need to go back. Just too too little there other than the gambling. I don't see any reason that I would need to go back either. I agree with that. Like, even if I was in Philadelphia for the weekend. If I was in Philly, the, like, if I lived there or whatever, maybe I'd swing by. I, I mean, I'd check out all the other casinos. I should I should have gone to live later that night, but yeah. I did not. But, uh, no, I don't, I don't think there's any reason you need to go unless you happen to just be on the waterfront or whatever and... Yeah, I mean, as a as somebody who only visits Philadelphia, I don't see any reason to go. Like, I would just do other things in Philadelphia instead and not gamble. But it's funny because one of the things that comes up a lot is, oh, you know, once all these casinos come to New York, you're not going to go to Atlantic City anymore. But if I lived in Philadelphia, I would gladly drive the hour and five minutes to go to Atlantic City and mm-hmm. go to the Atlantic City Casino. <laughs> I think that's one thing that this weekend really hammered home to me. Take the train for two hours? Yeah, take the train for two hours and still have to walk once you get there. Just, yeah, just the variety of the casinos, the availability of the food and stuff. Rivers really felt like just a place to go in and play some slots or some video poker and then leave, which, I mean, is probably why a lot of people go to the casino and it probably does draw a lot of people away from Atlantic City, but yeah, not for me. So that was it for our Philadelphia casinos. You went to a 76ers game. We went to a comedy show. We did not make it to live, even though you were over at the I was. Show. I was right next to it. I could have gone to live, but instead I decided to beat the 
Phillies rush home on the yes on the Septa and just take it right after the game. So then the next day we all woke up and just basically went and grabbed a coffee. Which, by the way, where we got yelled at at the third place we were playing cards in a bar. Oh yes, monks taking all of our friends, yeah, Dave's money. But yeah, we got yelled at. Yes, we're told we could we could not do that. Correct. Apparently, something about Pennsylvania laws can't be playing yeah. cards in. I'm a bit. It sounded a little dubious to me, but yeah, we were right in the window, so it was pretty <laughs> yeah, obvious. We were we were right in <laughs> right the window. street side. Yeah, got up, got coffee. Our friends left for the train. We went and got breakfast at the hotel again, and then mm-hmm. piled went in the Atlantic car City. and went to Atlantic City. Yeah, where you wanted to watch the Ravens game. I did. We went to Vagabond for the first half, anyway. Did you love it? I did love it. It was very quiet there. There were not many people there. Which is exactly what I love. I pulled into the parking lot and it was like fairly empty. And I'm like, yes, this is what I want. We got some nachos. The nachos were great. I did not think the nachos were very great. Oh, really? Yeah. You were like in pretty bad shape then too, though, I have to say. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe you will. I think I was just full. So I wasn't hungry at all when we got the nachos. I was hungry. And then, yeah, I don't know. I I thought the chicken seemed like it was just like... You know, Purdue shortcuts practically. Oh, and like oh, the I cheese mean, was not great. <laughs> I thought the cheese was good. The chicken was was definitely just you know random chicken breast in a bag. I think, but I will say like the beer list at Vagabond is good. I it just, is good. I did get a three fifty Miller Light. You got so. you got a Miller Light. Yeah, <laughs> I got a couple things. Right. Yeah, yeah. You got some fancy beer, but I think you were you were in bad shape. You were like falling asleep. Like I don't think I was you were very tired. In good shape. There. I wasn't. No, I was just tired and. Mm. And very full from, like, breakfast and anything, everything. I actually, mm. like, I managed to not get all that hungover. Like, our friend was making fun of me for, like, nursing all my drinks and not drinking that much. But I just really didn't want to be feeling crappy all this no, whole was... trip. And instead, like, I just ate so much the whole trip <laughs> that I still was, like, really sluggish the whole time. So I thought it would have been more fun, actually, like, more lively at Vagabond. So I was a little disappointed by how dead and quiet it was. I thought it was amazing. So... But that's like my preferred bar scene where it's like fairly quiet. and Yeah. But I liked the food the first time we went. So I'd go back for that another time. I just don't need to go out of my way to watch football there. And then we went to Borgata because I did the the app check-in on yeah. Borgata. And it told me my room was ready while we were still sitting at Vagabond, even though I said I wasn't going to be there till four. So at like, you know, halftime, basically. I think even before halftime. Yeah, we left a little bit before halftime. So then we went to Borg, checked into our rooms, hmm? threw our stuff down, and went in search of the second half of the game, or you did anyway. And I, I did anyway. You were playing slots or whatever. the slots. Yeah. Yes. So where did you find to watch the game? So I went to the B-Bar, and it seemed like they only had the games that were on like TV, local TV, yeah. pretty much there, which I thought was pretty weak. I also went to the lobby bar, and it was the same. So I headed towards the sports book, and they actually had all of the games in the level one area, which is a place I don't think I've ever played before, kind of right outside the sports book. So I played at a $25 blackjack table for the next two hours, and I watched the Ravens on TV. How was the blackjack? Uh, I think I broke exactly even wow. the dollar. That's awesome. And the dealer liked me because she got to drop a green chip, so because oh. of my tipping. <laughs> That's good. Forgot all these good dealers, I feel like, or usually for the most part. Yeah, no, my dealer was, was good. <laughs> Story of, you know, aggressively telling your wife to be, that she was flat bet. Yeah, no, no. So the dealer was much better than that one, who was not nice. Yeah, I didn't care about seeing the second half other than that yeah. once I saw that the Ravens were winning by 10, I thought they were definitely going to lose. So I went and played Heidi, and my fourth spin on Heidi, I hit the bonus. 
And then I just kept hitting bonuses and I was up 150 bucks. And I was like, sweet, good start to the trip on my way to a positive trip. We'll get to how that went the rest of the trip later. Mm-hmm. But I pretty much the whole day just bounced around like slots, video poker, slots, video poker, slots, video poker. Like that's pretty yeah, much what I did the entire time. Any table games other than one bet on roulette the whole time at Borgata? No, one roulette bet. To get rid of your free play or and whatever. I, which I lost. Put my, my free bet on black and lost. And then we went to play tiles, but it was 60 bucks. When we went over? Uh, 40. Oh, I thought you said it was 60. No, it was 40. But I didn't play tiles. Yeah, I don't think you were going to play at 40 anyway. And so I didn't play anything. I didn't play anything else. There was $15 blackjack available, but I, as we've established, I don't love blackjack. Yeah, you hate blackjack, right? I don't even say I hate it. I really like it at $5. I think mm. it's perfectly fine at $10. At 15 oh. I would play it. But. I played quarter for a couple hours. But yeah. really, I mean, 15 for a Sunday afternoon, that's pretty mm. cheap. For AC, I think, at this point. What did you use your $25 free bet on? Tiles. Yeah, tiles. How was the tiles? How was the $40 tiles? Horrific. Um, <laughs> you just, uh, I feel like you've had a terrible run of tiles. It was unbelievable. I think I was down five or $600 in tiles. That's and I think madness. I played legitimately 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. That's nuts. It was very bad. And it's 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 not just been this trip. It's like the last yeah. five trips, my tiles have been like mini standard deviations outside the norm. And if you've not played tiles before, I cannot even begin to explain how slow this game is. Like, it, a uh-huh. hand takes a while. There's a lot of pushing. You have to win both hands. The dealer has to win both hands. Like, there's you're, just a lot of pushing. You're playing less than a hand a minute, certainly. I yeah. Think. So it's, it's the idea that you would lose, you know, six hands in a row or something mm-hmm. like that, or six hands in... Right. Half there's there's far it's less pushing in tiles than there is in Pygo Poker, but there's still a lot of pushing. Yeah, so that sucks. It's it's rigged. Well, I don't know what else to say yeah. other than that it's rigged. And then I think you went up to the room to watch some F1 or something. I watched, yeah, I watched the Grand Prix on delay or whatever after losing all my money in tiles. <laughs> and I don't know what you were doing. Yeah, I was bouncing around slots. You were comp- complaining that you were starving i think at this point i was i was getting antsy because i was very hungry because i only ate like two nacho chips at the mm-hmm. vagabond yeah i just bounced around video poker slots giving all the money that i won from heidi back and i think this is like the second or third trip that i've had a, a like early win on video poker slots it's not the third trip in a row i know it happened definitely the december trip to harrow's and i think the last ac trip before this one where i was up a good amount early and then it just gradually dwindled just the timing of my luck was all at the start which is weird um which is certainly better than the trips i've had where it's just like every time you put money into a machine you lose it but it does suck when you start out like all right i'm in good shape and then you at the at the end of the trip you're like oh i just lost what i normally would lose (laughs) on any trip i mean i do remember that for a long time at rivers when we were sitting next to each other you were at lower money than me in the machine yeah betting a quarter (laughs) Like you put a hundred in and we're down to 20 forever or whatever. Yeah, And then I think I hit a four of a kind. I think I got up to like back up to like 60 or something uh-huh. and it wasn't nearly as bad. So I did end up outlasting you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, for a while it looked very bad. I mean, yeah, it was shockingly bad quarter session for my, for a while. Uh, so then we decided to finally go to dinner and yep. went to, we, we walked, did, walked around, yeah. checked all of the places out, talked that about were them. open. There was a couple places closed on, on Sundays. Whatever is in the Bobby Flay area was closed. Yeah, B Prime closed. B-prime, I indeed. think Isakaya was closed. Was it? 
I don't remember. No, Izakaya was open. But we didn't want to do it because we had both eaten there. And you've eaten there like two or three times, I feel like. I think twice. I mean, I do like the Izakaya and totally would have gone again. <laughs> but we walked around and... Yeah, we were pretty much down to American Bar and Grill or Angeline. Angeline. Yeah. Yes, which Angeline does not get good reviews. But basically everything else in Borgata, as far as I can tell, gets 3.5 stars on Yelp, which I think is very funny. Yeah. And so went to American Bar and Grill, used some comps. Yep. Which is good. Basically free dinner. I mean, it was free. Comps are money, but. Yeah. Comps are money. What did you think about your American Bar and Grill experience? The food was good. We got a sausage plate to start. The sausage plate, I think, was. The best thing we had. And a pretzel. Came with a pretzel. It did. Pretzels were delicious. Pre- that pretzel was particularly delicious. The sausage was good. Then we split a margarita pizza and a burger. Yep. The margarita pizza and the sausage plate came out within like seven or eight minutes. The burger was what, like 45 minutes probably? It was an un- unbelievable amount of time. Yeah, it was not the greatest. To the point where we were going to cancel it and then the waiter yeah. came by with it. Yeah. The waiter was not very good also, I have to say. No, he did not come around very often, and it no. was not packed in there. No, it was quite quite empty, and I think the service was bad, uh, but the food was good. Did he even ask if we wanted second drinks at any point? I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. I, our waiter was, was not good. Yeah. Uh, I got a Triple M Manhattan. That's what it's called. It's Maker's Mark and Maple. It was very, very good. I will say that. You got- I got some porter. Beer. I got a porter. I don't remember from who, but it was also good. And- yeah, I, I thought all the food was good. The margarita pizza wasn't really like a typical margarita pizza. It had like re- like regular mozzarella and fresh mozzarella in it, but right, the sauce was a bit sweeter than I'm used to. It was it was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. The burger was also good. I think the sausage plate was great. Yeah, the sausage plate was excellent. I thought the burger was very good, um, which I was primed to not like it because of the delay, and I was like, no, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so I thought the yeah, I thought the food was good, but. Yeah, the service was was truly awful. I don't know what it is about Borgata. Every time I go, it's like 90% of the trip is great, and then like 10% is just like mind-bogglingly bad, and I don't understand why the service at American Bar and Grill was that 10% this time. Yeah, and there's something especially irritating when you're in a casino or on vacation, and it just, like, dinner takes long for no reason at all. Like, like when you have to pay and it takes forever to get the check. Not only that, but it's, like, supposedly, like, a very nice restaurant, and it's, like, not inexpensive, and it was empty. So, like, yeah, there's, yeah, I, just there's don't, no I just don't understand why the service was so bad. Right. Plus, it's, like, an MGM-owned restaurant, right? Like, it's one of their sort of generic restaurants. I mean, they've kicked out absolutely every branded restaurant in the entire property essentially well that's not true they've got the like celebrity chef restaurants angeline i guess but and izakaya they've got celebrity i mean what do they kick out like everything in the marketplace bobby flay wolfgang puck i mean caesar's has done this too so but it is weird because you know if mgm is running the restaurant you would think their main goal would be to get you the hell out of there so that you're back on the casino floor (laughs) and they did not succeed in that no, it was it was bad. Then we needed dessert because we hadn't eaten enough food, so we went to Hagen Dazs. The lady at the Hagen Dazs was very nice, though, to make up for the bad yes, weather. She was excellent; had excellent service, and we used she comps did. again. More free food. Got the Dazzler. Classic Dazzler. It was delicious. I did not get the large, which I got at resorts last time. Oh, and just I, got, I got the large for an entire day. Did you have regrets or no regrets? I mean, I was like not feeling great afterwards, but I have no regrets. Just all the dairy, so mm-hmm. much dairy. 
It's what you love. Did you go up pretty quickly after that? No, I didn't go up until like 10.30. I feel like we must have played slots or whatever. Yeah, I think we must have played video poker in slots. I think we played video poker for quite a while. I think I played video poker for a while. I don't know what you were doing. Yeah, that's a good question. I think I wandered around and played like crappy slots as mm-hmm. I do. I, I definitely played video poker and, and slots for yeah. a little while. Because we were not together because at one point you texted me saying like, I think I'm going up. Yep. <laughs> I yeah, time. and that was, that was at like 10.30. I, yeah. I went up. So that was when I was like, okay, I really, A, want a drink. I think I had only had like one beer. I also have to say the drink service at Borgata was absolutely awful. It was entire so bad, which is so frustrating. So Saturday, the entire day, I think, so someone came around like once or twice when I was in level one, which is like their very fancy area yeah. with like, you know, high minimums and like whatever. And there weren't a lot, whole lot of people up there. So I got a couple of drinks there, and then the rest of Saturday, I think I legitimately sold zero waitresses on the entire Sunday. rest of the time. Oh, no, on Sunday, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when I was playing video poker, I think when you were up in the room, a waitress came around a few times. And uh, and so that was actually pretty good. I didn't see anyone beyond once I left level one on, on Sunday. Then Monday morning, I ended up getting a Starbucks iced tea because I'm like... There's no point in me trying to get a drink from a waitress since they don't exist. And then there was like one that was like around a few times while I was playing video poker. So, <laughs> yeah. So when I was playing video poker, a waitress came around a few times. I did get a Miller Lite or a Coors Light at some point. And then that was the only drink I managed to get on the casino floor the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, and so from after dinner to probably 11 o'clock, <laughs> I was playing slots. No waitress ever came by at the slot mm-hmm. machines. Went to go to B-Bar and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to B-Bar and get a seat and I'll get a drink. No seats at B-Bar. The, I mean, it didn't help that like the Yankees were on and the Sunday night football was on. So then I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to Long Bar and sit. I will just pay for a drink. It's fine. I go to Long Bar. There's one bartender. Every seat at the bar, but one is taken. <laughs> like there's just too many people there for one bartender. And I was like, do I even want to just like sit here and like crowd in and try to like fit into the bar and sit and buy a drink? So then I like wandered around. Oh, and then I saw the lobby bar down the hall, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll just go to the lobby bar. It looks empty. And it was empty because it was closed, which seems crazy to me. It was open earlier in the day. It was, yes. But at 1030 at night, it was closed. Gypsy bar was open, right? It was, but that's like a, you know. There's no video poker there. Yeah. They're not showing any of the sports. I kind of wanted to see the Yankees-Astros game because there was mm-hmm. a chance that the Yankees were going to get knocked out. So then finally I was like stalking the B bar basically the same way I did with the Hard Rock Center bar. Mm-hmm. And just like all of a sudden a bunch of people left and seats were open. So I was able to get a seat and sat down and I probably played there for like an hour and a half. Saw the rest of the Yankees game. Ended up losing like, I don't know, 60 bucks or something while getting four drinks, which was probably too, too many, but <laughs> I got a couple of decent beers, um, a whiskey, which was just Makers. I think Makers was the best whiskey that they comped, and an old-fashioned, which they, for some reason, made with Jack Daniels, which was not good, um, but partly my fault for not saying what I wanted in it. I don't know why you'd make it with Jack Daniels, but it was nice to sit at B-Bar. I do not like it as much as Hard Rock Center Bar, I have to say. And I didn't stip the bartenders. Well, the video poker is much better at B-Bar, though, right? Uh, it was 8.5. For a quarter, it's 8.5. If you want to go up, I think if what you What is it at Hard Rock? Is it 7.5 or 8.5? 8.5. Okay. Yeah. You think it's it's 8.6 for a dollar? I think it's 8.6 for a dollar, and I think if you can 
go up high enough to get nine six. It may have mm. been there may be some machines that are nine six if I was had really, but I couldn't get like my. It used machines. to be all of them were nine six, yes. but I think it's so, only some are now. So yeah, I was playing eight five, which is fine. But yeah, I didn't really love it as much as I like Hard Rock Center Bar. I mean, I think it's probably a nicer bar, but you get better stuff comped at Hard Rock Center Bar, you know, if it's not Friday or Saturday night when they don't comp. <laughs> uh, so I generally prefer my Hard Rock Center Bar for, uh, experience, but it was fine. Um, I was also already, like, really annoyed about the drink service thing and was, like, super thirsty. So at one point I got a Sierra Nevada Torpedo and I was just, like, chugging it because I was so thirsty. And I was like, wait a minute, bring me a water. Bring me an actual water. Uh, so that was that. And then I think after that, I went and played like two more crappy slots, like while I was deliriously tired and went up to bed. And I think I got up to the room like right at one o'clock, uh, and ate a peanut butter cup and went to bed. <laughs> nice. So I, I kept being like, I'm going to go to bed at 12 or 1230. Mm. We got to wake up pretty early. And then, you know, I didn't go to bed at three, which is what I thought would happen. So you were probably awake by the time I went to bed. <laughs> yeah, probably. I had just an awful night of sleep for reasons I don't fully understand. It just took me forever to get to sleep, and then I still woke up early and just felt horrible in the morning. So so we didn't talk about our rooms at all. Uh, Yep. You were in Borgata Main Tower. Mm-hmm. How was the room other than not being able to sleep? Extremely nice. Was that the bed's fault that you couldn't sleep, or was it just... No, it was just me, I think. You were just two in your own head. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I couldn't sleep. It was just like, yeah, one of those things. Yeah, it's annoying. I mean, it happens from time to time to everyone, I think. I was in the water club. It was my first water club experience. I did really like the quieter feel of it Mm -hmm. and sort of the more exclusive feel of it. Oh. The rooms are definitely a little bit worn, although I do still really like the decor, sort of like brown, beige, gold decor which i would not have thought that i would really like but it does really work the bed was amazing i fell asleep i woke up and had to pee really bad because of mm-hmm. the drinking and i was like oh man it's probably like 3 30 and now i'm just gonna be up for like four hours it was like 7 15 it was great uh so then i sort of like laid in bed for another 45 minutes or so and then finally woke up and and showered but it was like probably a better night's sleep than I've had in AC for a while. Like just getting a solid five and a half hours or six hours, which seems like not enough. But I feel like my recent AC trips, it's been going to bed at three thirty or something, yeah. and then waking up at seven and not being able to get back to sleep, and then I'm just a right. horrible, horrible. Mess. I think I had that kind of three and a half hour of sleep yeah. on Saturday. So especially at the end of a trip where you have been doing a lot, yeah. already. Like that's it's just so rough. I remember our last Vegas trip. I just, by the th- the fourth night. I like could not keep myself awake at uh-huh. even at eight o'clock. Like we went to a show and I just could not keep myself awake just because I was so exhausted from everything. Um, so I I didn't really have that too much this time. I mean, I did a little bit. I guess yeah, on I was back to my Macau schedule of like <laughs> I think I had like four hours of sleep the first night in Philly, and then I had eight hours of sleep the second night, and then I had four hours of yeah. sleep in AC. And when I was in Macau dealing with jet lag, it was like every other night for me. Like I had to get one horrible night of sleep, and one good <laughs> night of sleep. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's also, like, I think I always sort of underestimate the cumulative effects of eating a ton and drinking a ton and walking a ton and not mm. getting a lot of sleep. And so I'm so it's like, oh, I can just, I can function on four hours of sleep. It's fine. But by that third day, you were just beat. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a fun trip. We woke up and tried to go to, well, you played some video poker, right? First thing. Yeah. You, you got many text messages from me. I did. I was getting lots and lots of texts of all your... Full houses and four of a kinds and stuff. Yeah. So I played some of the uh, 
the nine six video poker, right? Was it nine six? I'm pretty sure yeah, it was. Two, yes, absolutely. Even the quarter yeah. over there is nine six. So yeah, I did I did quite well. because uh, you were I don't know sharing doing whatever it is you do in the morning. Yeah, so I played a bunch of video poker and it went it went quite well. Uh, and then we went to breakfast. We did. <laughs> so yeah, I. I Took a shower and came down. It was funny because I woke up and I was like, I should just get up and go to the casino. And then I was just like yeah. laying in the comfy bed and I was like, you know what? This is pretty much perfect right now. Just laying here, <sighs> laying in bed, relaxing. I don't feel like shit. There are no kids around. Like I didn't overdo it totally yeah. the previous night. And so I was like, this is nice. Not just like laying in bed like, oh, if yeah. I don't get another 30 minutes of sleep, I'm going to be – no, it was good. Yeah, I laid in bed for qu- quite a while in the morning but still I think beat you down to the casino floor oh, by yes. quite, a, quite a lot. So I didn't do any gambling before we went to go find breakfast. So we uh-huh. tried to go to Bread and Butter, and the line was like 15 people long and just not moving at all. It, yeah, we stood there for like three minutes, and the line did not move. One, Not one person was helped or whatever. Yeah. So uh, so you went down. You basically said, I went okay, down I'm going to the go to the marketplace. Went to Casa Taco. Because there's Casa Taco Express that has breakfast, mm-hmm. like a full, you can get pancakes and bacon and like, all that kind of stuff. Yep. I went to order mo- on mobile on bread and butter and like while i was doing it i was sitting there looking and it's like nobody's been processed through here like nobody's paid nobody's gotten an order like even this mobile order is going to take forever and at that point you know we probably had an hour and a half or so before we had to leave <laughs> uh so i was like i'm just going to go downstairs to the marketplace no, i'd say less almost yeah like late. an hour 15 or so or yeah. an hour so i went down to the marketplace and actually just got a big coffee cake or pastry thing from no, it, was a, it was a danish right it was, it was a, a crumb cake. danish from the lavazza and a coffee from you know you'd think lavazza is gonna have really good coffee it was not very good coffee i have to say but the danish was excellent and it took 10 seconds to get that danish and that coffee and then i went and ate it and i finished up pretty much right as you were getting your food hmm? went upstairs played some dragon link and it went as dragon link usually does which was you know i win absolutely nothing i get no bonus I think I did get the ball bonus once and I got like 10 bucks or something. Not nearly enough <laughs> for how rare that bonus is. Lost my money on that. I think you came up and we played one last slot, right? We played yeah. Wonka on the way out. We played Wonka. Which was a fun slot. Thought the yeah. Wonka was good. That was fun. I had a good time. I won a bunch of money. So. I don't know which Wonka it was. I did not win a bunch of money, but I did get a bonus, but I lost my $20. And then we... Did you? Which bonus did you get? I got the Oompa some Loompa. sort of gobstopper bonus, I think, or something. So the Oompa Loompa bonus like ends with the Gobstoppers, right? Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. yeah, it must have been the one I got. That there are like eight hundred, yeah, Wonka machines. So it's like could be any of them. I don't know which one this was, but the Wonka machines are fun. I feel like I was very off the Wonka machines for a while. That was fun, but it was good. And then we got in the car. F- and favorite of, no of the the Vegas tripping gang. It was well, at least of one of them. Yeah, John. I don't know. I, I don't remember. We have to go listen to all of them. And I want to say it was John. Remind yourselves. So, Borg thoughts. Entirely Borg trip. Didn't go to any other casinos. Yeah. From Vagabond to leaving, we did not leave Borg. Yeah. That's 90% the nicest casino in AC, and like 10%, they just do some easy stuff terribly sometimes, and I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird because like Ocean, I feel like, has more just flaws. <laughs> it's I think that's undeniable. But it's almost more annoying at Borgato where like, the expectations are so much higher when things go just like bafflingly wrong. I feel like at other casinos, like things don't go as wrong as they do at Borg. Like when things go bad, it's like really bad at Borg. 
Like, I don't know if I've, like, the last time I sat in a casino restaurant and just, like, not being helped and not seeing my server for 30 minutes. Or, like, I don't know the last time I've been in a casino and literally seen zero waitresses in an entire day. Oh, Tropicana. I mean. <laughs> Tropicana does have ter- terrible waitress. Yeah. Drink service. But at Tropicana, you know what you can do? Go to a slot machine and order a drink. So I mean, I ordered a drink from a video poker machine. It still took, like, 45 minutes at Tropicana once. So I mean. Certainly not. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was getting drinks way less often than every 45 minutes at the Borgata. Yeah. Yeah, I really left thinking like, oh, yeah, this is reminding me that Borgata is like super nice. It is very nice. And I think we had both said we were not all that excited when we sort of envisioned playing at Borgata that we were not super excited about it. But having played there, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I could definitely stay there. I would love to stay in Water Club again. How's your situation? I They seem I have to have upped, upped my comps quite a bit. So Really? I'm five days a week all the time. Wow. Sunday through Thursday. And then December, it's pretty much seven days a week. I checked yesterday and nothing had changed, meaning like no comps ever. Mm. Oh, no. Wow. Yes, I have Sunday through Thursday comped all the time. Yeah. So that is a huge change. Good. (laughs) Hold on. Yeah, I I have a Saturday. I have December 17th. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're on the same, the same comp schedule, it sounds like. Wow. Oh, I have my anniversary comped. At Borgata. I should book that shit now. You should. Although you, I thought you said your wife hates Borgata. So. It's not that she hates Borgata. It's that she prefers to be at the boardwalk. But mm. I think she could be convinced for comp to Borgata. You should do it. I think I have to book this. Yeah. But yeah, it was weird because you just would not think that those issues would happen at Borgata. Yeah. Like, I think they were just, like, weirdly understaffed for a Sunday. Yeah. Like, I got that sense with all the bars I went to. Except for B-Bar, which was, like, very well-staffed with bartenders. <laughs> uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean, I did like Borgata. It does, doesn't outweigh the, like, good stuff. And, like, the rooms are amazing. The casino's amazing. The video poker's amazing. The availability of different slots is great. I was sad that Tiles was not $20, but that would be the cheapest Tiles in Atlantic City. That's yeah. pretty much it for me. It usually is, though. It is. I mean, it probably is during the week. Yeah. Good crowd, though, Sunday night. It was. It was busy. It was definitely busy. Yeah. Anything else? Trip report done? No, I think I think that's it. It was a good trip. It was. It was very fun. I was glad we went to AC. There was definitely a point. I, I was thinking on Sunday, like, how much happier I was at Borg than I would have been in Philadelphia, honestly. Yeah, it's funny because before we left Philly, and maybe even on the way, I was sort of like, oh, is this the right thing to do? Like, we're not really going to have that much time in Atlantic City. And then as soon as I stepped into Borgata, I was like, this was the right decision. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was. Uh, yeah, and, and especially like getting into the water club room and really being like, yeah, this this is freaking nice. We we did we did the right thing. Well, we did. Anyway, uh, thank you all very much for listening. If you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content at doforawin.com and buy a shirt. Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com. How's our inbox? Nothing in there. Nothing. Although, although Pat G is still waiting for some questions answered for a month or whatever. Yeah, and Jeff from New York has explained about Taffy, and I asked him a question about Fudge that he responded to, but that's that's pretty much it. Are you going to share that with everyone? or I think I already mentioned it. So he said that the Taffy, he thinks the Taffy James and Freilingers is the same, it's just a different shape, like tastes the mm. same different shape. And I was planning to do two boxes side-by-side comparison, but then we didn't make it to the boardwalk, so that'll have to wait. The weather was atrocious. The it was very time bad. We were in AC. It was like pouring all day Sunday. So yeah, yeah, we didn't mention the crappy weather. It was very bad. I mean, it was fine because we were in Borgata, but yeah.
didn't even need to deal with the weather. It did make my view from the water club not very nice, but <laughs> it would have been great if not for that. All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, we'll be sure to get you the content you actually want, which is the September revenue data uh, next episode. And talk to you all in a few weeks. you like how I was able just to flow right into that despite you trying to distract me i uh, yeah i do it was very professional <laughs> nobody's gonna know what we're talking about <laughs> oh, God. very professional indeed <laughs> perfect uh, amazing i'm Good. still here right because last yes. time this happened and it got unplugged let me tell you through it oh what the f-